0: Hey, what's going on, man? This is Tim. Um, what's the dilly? Before we get into things, uh, I would like to let you know of a few dates that I have coming up: uh, September 13th and 14th. I'll be at the DC Improv. Lounge um, that is in DC. If you're listening from another state and you would like to fly in for that show, you are committing too much. Okay, I'm only doing 20 minutes. Um, I am also at a few other shows around the area. September uh, 17th, I'm in DC as well. September 8th, I gotta travel more. September 18th, I'm in uh, DC, I'm in Virginia, Percyville, Virginia. Um, September, oh, no, 17, 18th, I'm at the Big Bear Cafe in Washington, D.C. I think I'm doing 20 minutes there, I think. Uh, September 17th, I'm going backwards. September 17th, I'm at the Kennedy Center, and I'm doing a short set in front of the Time Machine Roast. Very interesting show, idea by a gentleman, uh, Benji Hamilfarb, who, uh, Benji Hamilfarb? Benji Hamill Farb, actually. He's a, a very funny guy. He's, uh, he actually has a podcast as well called The 60 Minute Hate. He's uh, extremely insecure and he makes fun of people for no reason. Uh, if you'd like to listen to that, their show, their meaning, Benji and uh, another comedian, very funny, Denise Taylor, they have a show together called 60 Minute Hate. You can find that where you find podcasts. Okay. It's weird that we have to tell people where podcasts are. I think that's so strange. Well, not too strange, but just a little bit strange that we have to let people know where they are. I mean, I should probably take this part out. I think maybe I should take this part out. Anyway. Got to put that down right quick. Anyway. um, Show shows, all that stuff. Check out. Um, timmillercomedy.com. If you're not following me on Instagram, it is Tim Miller Comedy on Instagram. Um, that's where I do most of the silly shit that I do. Okay, the podcast too, this podcast too, but the silly shit—that's where I'm doing the, the different characters and the different uh, voices, and um, that's where I'm having the most fun. Facebook. I'm kind of falling out of Facebook, man. My family's there. I love them. I'm not on Facebook that much, man. I started a group text, so I ain't got to be on Facebook that much no more. That's is it is what it is, man. Um now now look. I owe I owe you all an apology, okay? I know it's been a while. I'll tell you all about it. But just know that I am struggling to <laughs> keep this thing consistent. I am recording multiples in the next coming weeks to make sure that I have something to put up for you guys. Uh, I want to get one in the next coming weeks with Russ again, with Russ Green. A lot of people said they like that. We like that strong brother. Hey, hey, excuse me, Timothy. Yes, your comedy is cool, but let us know when that next that strong brother is gonna be on again, please. Yeah, uh, are you, are you, uh, a Muslim or something? No, brother, I work at I work at the post office. Uh people say I look like uh, people say I sound like uh, Minister Farrakhan, but uh, you know, his voice is is, is higher. Okay, cool. I'll let you know when the this is me letting you know. Sock Puppet number four. If you're a member or if you listen to Three Guys On, you know Sock Puppet Nation is is a real thing. It's a real gang. And uh, if you don't listen to Three Guys On, those are my brothers, Randolph Terrence and Andy Klein. They do a podcast everywhere you find podcasts. Uh, everywhere you find them. Wherever you listen to podcasts at, man. St- I'm acting annoyed that you're listening to this. Uh, Stitcher, are the Apple? What are the other ones? You know the Anchor, Podbean, YouTube. People listen to podcasts on YouTube, which is which is cool. I have a YouTube channel you can go and subscribe to as well. That's where I put a lot of my comedy videos at, as well as my Instagram, of course. But the YouTube videos for the longer, actually the YouTube. Uh, The YouTube, the YouTube videos that I put up have been criticized harshly and we're going to make an upgrade for a lot of those, especially the ones for the podcast, because this is what people got to understand. I'm a one man band, baby, and I suck. So I need some help. I got my guy coming in. He's going to help me out. Um. And he's a videographer as well. I'm a videographer, but I can't be the talent and uh, and uh, producer. You know, I got to step back, baby. I'm in front of the camera. That's it. That's where I work. The next thing, next time we record, I'm hoping to do uh, a lot more videos with the uh, with the podcast. And I'm also gonna do some. I'm gonna take some some pieces out from the other ones. And, uh, promote that as well. Post that also. And I'm working my way up to a, I'm working my way up to a petty Patreon. Okay. Now, Patreon, that's a paywall for those of you that don't know. And behind the paywall, I'm going to put the shit, the the stuff when I'm talking about, oh, we're going to say this off mic. During the show, if I'm talking to somebody, and will be like, yo, I don't like that motherfucker, man. Fuck him and his comedy. on bush. Hey, we gonna talk about him off mic. That's where I'm going to upload that stuff is on my Patreon account, okay? Patreon is basically a paywall, and I decide how much you'd like to pay. If you're petty like me, and you want, I want to hear who we talking about, shit. It will go on the on the paywall. Working my way up to it, I don't have Patreon yet. I would like to begin Patreon probably after when when this starts to gain a little more traction and uh, there's a little more than a, um, a thousand listeners. Right now we're at a thousand. Let's see if we can get that thing up. get that thing up. So um, without further ado, Let's talk about um, where I've been. So I went to Texas last week, made it back safely. Um, I was with, I was, I took my daughter home and she met my family for the first time. Uh, She's five. She's mixed. This is her first time meeting the black side of her family. Okay. She's met my mom. I've flown my mom up here. I flown my mom to meet her uh, the past few years, four or five years. And um, you know, she enjoys that time. Spends with spends with her with her grandmother. Uh, my grandmother. I know she's biting her tongue, man. I know <laughs> I know that my mom, as disciplined as she was with us, as heartfelt and loving as she she used to whoop our asses and I know she sees my daughter and she's like, yes, hey, she's cute, yes. When you gonna whoop that girl's ass, hm? When are you gonna put your hands up and and whoop that girl? I try to tell my daughter to do shit and there's questions and my mom would never, yo, my mom would never go for questions. When we were, mommy, what, what do we have to do? Cause I said so. That's it. That was that's that was the end of the conversation. Hey, go clean your room up so we can get ready. But why? Cause I said so. Biting our teeth and that old parent. Cause I said so. Get your ass up and go clean that room. We got to get ready for church. You get up and you go in there and clean that room, boy. Hey, did y'all ever do this, right? Your your mom ever be sitting down somewhere and she said, hey, "Hey, go get me um go get me something specific. Go get me uh, that blouse or something." And you go in there and you look for the blouse and you can't find it, right? You look for 10, 15 minutes. I I looked uh I remember this one time she had me go look for this belt. And uh it wasn't like a a spanking belt. It was one of those belts that's just kind of she wanted to check it out with an outfit. And she said, "Go get me that belt out of the out of the closet in the room." And I went and I looked for that belt and I looked and I looked and I went back in there and I said, "I can't, mama. I can't I can't find the belt." And my mom looked at me and she said, "You can't find the belt?" If I got to get up to go find that belt, I'm whooping your ass. Did y'all have that threat? Uh, and, and when you and when you did you have that threat on your on your life? And when you went back to find that belt, did you find the belt? I sure did. That that speech, that that threat. Worked. If I get up, if I got to get up off this, they explained everything real. If I got to get up off of this on my bad knee, I've been working hard all week. If I if I got to get up and leave Larry Miller to go in there to find this belt that I just asked you to get after paying all the bills, I'm whooping your ass. And you go, oh, hold on, hold on, let me go look again. You find that damn belt? I bet you do. I bet you find that belt. Get up off your ass and go find that thing. You look harder. Shit. Looking under, looking under magazines and everything. Who is this? Annie Potts? Get this shit out of here. I gotta find this belt. Yes. I know my mom is thinking that man, but she met my daughter. So my daughter met my aunt, uh, my favorite aunt, who is. Um, she has the same, she has the same name as my mom and, uh, my daughter. We flew into Austin. Daughter met her. My aunt woke up. We woke up the next day. We flew in Saturday. We, uh, we just stayed there, man. We didn't, we didn't drive home to Waco. We just stayed there, stayed in Austin. Um, met my little cousin's kid. Um, my daughter met my, my daughter met her other, her other cousin and, uh, she, they're about the same age, four or five. And, uh, they got along, they got along the other one. She's a little, she's a little tougher, but my daughter, my daughter, I thought, I thought she was, I thought these little Texas girls were big girls. I didn't realize my daughter is about the same size, man. I was, I was excited about that. So they met, and they had they had no beef, they wanted to hang out more, but they couldn't so um, you know my daughter uh my cousin she had to take her daughter home with her. me and my daughter stayed at my aunt's, and uh it was cool woke up the next day, it was Sunday, they made us breakfast, and um, oh, you know, oh we. Made us breakfast, we watched Texas Country Reporter. And uh, if you don't know, Texas Country Reporter is like, it's a kind of a documentary show, but all about Texas businesses and just interesting people in Texas, right? So we ate breakfast and so my mom knew that we were in town. My, so my mom, my mom starts texting my aunt, oh, it sure is nice that you took care of my son and my grandbaby, and and, and my aunt is showing me this, and she's giving me the, the, the pretext of your mom is ready for y'all to leave and come on down to, to Waco, because uh, we, you know, y'all taking y'all time, so um, hurry up and eat. Before we have to, uh, before she comes up, before she, before I see her in my driveway, so we went ahead and uh, got done, and uh, we headed on down to Waco, and she met my, uh, my mom left church early, and uh, she, <laughs> she gave my daughter this big gift bag that they had, that they had gotten for, her. and my sister. Showed up a little later. She she left church and she met my sister. My sister was playing with her and they were getting along. And I was just, I had a good time, man. I had a good time with my family. And um, I was worried for a second. I'm like, man, I'm gonna have to get a uh, a hotel. Nope. I had plans to get a hotel. Usually when I fly to to, to fly home, I get a hotel. Okay. My family is. Uh, I love my family to death and uh, I would do anything for them. I cannot stay with my family long because they get on my nerves. So what I do during the Christmas holidays, usually when I fly home, I will get a hotel and it will give me a much needed break from the questions and the um, blatant disrespect for my manhood with the uh so when you going when you going when you going the the when you goings, those are the, those are the questions that you hear when you're when you're 40 and unmarried and when I was in my 30s and I didn't have a kid it was when you going to have a kid right it was when you going to bring your girlfriend home and when you going to have a kid now it's when you going uh and I've have brought my girlfriend home and I have a care brought the kid home. Now it's um when you going to get your life together? When you going when you going when you going? So um I would I would need a break from that. S- but now it's a little bit different. I've uh I stayed, man. I stayed with my sister and my mom, my sister, and me and my daughter. And we just uh, I took my nephew's room, who is with his dad, and uh, he he's nine, and uh, I got to see him a little bit later, but I, uh, I had a good time, man, and I didn't get a chance to break away, I thought I might be able to break away, maybe record a little bit, I did not. And um, that's why I'm getting to it now. And when I get back, or when I got back, I wanted to sit down and kind of think about everything that that happened. No real big issues. My daughter didn't have any crazy um, craziness on the plane. My sister was cool. They didn't. My sister did her hair. My mom did my daughter's hair. My aunt did my daughter's hair. They all got a chance with this little mixed girl's hair. And they all wrapped it up and did all kind of crazy stuff with her hair. We got back. She... My daughter survived. I survived. Not a bad trip. Hope hope to do it again soon. Uh, we got to figure out this whole holiday thing, man. Fucking holiday travel... Is probably this time of year I really start to get anxious and money is a weird thing right now and uh, days off are a weird thing. You know, trying to figure out PTO and figure out pay time off or trying to figure out just when to leave and where to go. So, um, you know, this trip was a pretty good. Um, you know, I usually go once a year, just at Christmas time. This trip was just a little bit just kind out of out of, not out of nowhere, but it helped. Her mom, my daughter's mother is a teacher, and she needed to go to school and work on preparing for the students to come back to school. And she couldn't be with my daughter. So she said, hey, can you take her for this week? So I took her down there and just kind of worked out that way. Now I don't feel that guilty about not going. If I decide not to go, if I decide not to go to Texas this year, I won't feel that bad about it. I won't feel guilty. Um, cause you know we get that guilt. We don't go home and see the see the family or whatever. We get that guilt. But what I might do is wait, go in January, instead of going when it's eight thousand dollars. You know, pay my little, old, my little, old, you know, a hundred dollars. Say the cash, you know. Yeah, I love y'all, but uh, I'm trying to budget over here, you know. So, just trying to figure out the right thing to do. Um, All right. Now that I'm back, let's talk about what's happening. While I was at home, I watched the Dave Chappelle special and. um, uh, There's a lot of heat behind a Dave Chappelle special. A lot of people that were upset, and I see why. I know why. I myself am not a part of that group. I loved it. I thought it was. I thought it was excellent. I thought it was old school. Uh, old school comedy. So okay, as a as a. As a person that does stand-up, as a person that does comedy, I see it a little bit differently than a lot of the other people do. So, my my love for the special is twofold. It's not just oh, it's Dave Chappelle, he's untouchable. It's Dave Chappelle and he's he's doing something a little bit different than everyone else. He's not cowtown the people's it's sensitivities he's doing jokes that he thinks are funny and a lot of people are coming in with the uh, Dave Chappelle's new special you know I never was a fan yeah right so you don't like it yeah that's that's about that sounds about right I never was a fan when you start a statement off with I never was a fan no one is surprised that you don't like their work. Oh, Taylor Swift's new album, uh let me just say, I never was a fan of hers. So, why do people why do people not look at comedy like they look at music, okay? Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever thought that maybe the type of comedy that that a person puts out there The type of comedy that a person performs is just not for you. Have you ever thought that? Have you ever said to yourself, oh, this person, instead of him not being funny, he's not funny. No, he is funny. He's just not funny to you. That's what subjective means. It's subjective to you I don't I don't I don't really care for it yeah then don't care for it then you shouldn't be responding to anything about it but for some reason the last specials and this special people have felt the need to open their fucking mouths and I gotta say I'm a little sick of it if you don't like something then you don't like it you're not gonna watch the new thing of it and change your mind I always use Taylor Swift as an example. She's completely out of my, there is nothing about Taylor Swift that I could ever listen to. I would never, ever critique her work. I don't know what the fuck she does. I don't care what she does. That's not my, I'm not her audience. That's how I see it. You don't like Dave Chappelle before, you're not going to like him now. So shut your mouth. Shut the fuck up. He's doing gay jokes. That's what the fuck comedians do. They do jokes about people. Look, we got to get away from this thing where groups can't be touched. They're, everybody can get touched, yo. Black people, white, everybody, if you're in a group, if first of all, if you claim to be in a group, fuck you and your group, son. Shut your mouth. All these fucking people. There was an article that went out before his special dropped. Oh, just go ahead and skip it. You skip it. You skip it, ho. Fuck you. I don't know why it bothers me, but part of it part of it is part of the reason it bothers me is because if if I'm planning this correctly or if I'm thinking about this correctly, at some point I want to be near that level and I don't want people to critique me the way that they critiqued some of these other artists. Just coming from somebody that performs you need to look at music. Look at comedy like you look at music. Oh, I like all kinds of music. Yeah, me too, if it's free in a soundtrack. If I'm to a movie and Taylor Swift plays, I'm like, hey, I like that song. Am I going to a Taylor Swift concert? No, right? That's how you gotta look at it. Do you love this thing? No. Do your research comedy is it, it it's a it has different genres there's different there's different levels of the art there's some people that are doing broad strokes they're painting bowls of fruit and you go hey i like fruit i like the way you painted fruit and they go why thank you very much there's some people that are uh opening a can of paint and they are throwing that shit on the canvas and they, there's a feeling that you get from them, right? It's not as, it's a little more abstract. It's not as poignant and it's not, it's like what, I don't get the, if you don't understand it, dude, then you don't understand it. But don't tell me I can't fucking draw or I can't paint. Go to the bowl of fruit gallery. This is the abstract throwing shit on canvas gallery. You need to go down the street to the to the fruit gallery and look at that shit. I don't know, man. I, it just bothers me. Eddie Murphy, I'm excited. He might be coming back to comedy. And I don't know if I want him to. Honestly, I'm excited about the news. I'm excited about the buzz. I don't think I want him to come back to this shit. This shit was different back then when Eddie Murphy was doing Raw and Delirious. This, it was different. You could tell those jokes. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I don't think Eddie Murphy can do Delirious. He can't do the jokes that he was doing on Delirious and Raw, but a version of that today? Bruh, these people that are so upset about shit, they are... Uh, uh, here, okay. Get, here's a little in on... What's entertainment now what's supposed to be uh, what's the the social media movement all of this nonsense right so these people i'm a I'm a content creator so i I create content I, videos, photos, podcasts, all of that shit. I'm letting you guys in for an, in a little bit to to give it some perspective right I create content that is, like, I created from me, from myself, right? And the podcast is called Read the Room. And, you know, you go and you, you listen, whatever. There are people that have either a podcast or YouTube videos or their branding. Like, I have the branding Read the Room. There's a branding for these people that is, I am a blogger or vlogger whatever for gay rights i am a uh content creator for trans rights i'm a content creator for lgbtq cool but also you know if, if we're being let's if we really want, really want to break it down women's movement um women's rights feminism um black people I'm a motherfucker. I'm uh Black Lives Matter, all that shit. Cool. I'm definitely down for that, right? But when it gets crazy is when these content creators are creating controversy for content. Meaning when they take something that's not that big a deal, honestly. And they make it into something else. Now, I'm not saying that if you feel a certain way, you're not allowed to express it. But don't expect other people to feel that way. Okay? And also, like I get the whole idea behind Dave Chappelle on the flip. The whole whole thing about Dave Chappelle is free speech. It's free speech. Yes, but free speech, you are free to say whatever you want. But also the the critiques and the calls for you to get to get whatever, though it's a little extreme, it's protected under free speech as well. Free speech comes with consequences. You can't just do or say anything you want without either getting these jokes, which is for me, that's my When you talk about free, that's my, like, uh, not punishment, but if you do something funny, bruh, I mean, you're going to get made fun of. I believe Dave Chappelle saw something that is funny in the trans community. continues to see something funny in the trans community and the gay community, as most of us do. I see funny in the black community. I see funny everywhere you are going to get these jokes now how you feel about it after that's my consequences so the right for, the right to free speech i get to say whatever i want you on the other hand get to take it in and do what you want with it now the people that are taking this content and creating controversy content those are the people that you should really start to look at as a a little disingenuous I think at times if you have a podcast and it's about or a vlog and it's about fighting against uh the hate of Asians or against um whatever then you have to continue to your followers whoever they are they have to continue to consume content. They have to continue to come back to you for content. If you don't have anything, if nobody messes with black people anymore, if nobody messes with, um, I don't know, if, nobody, if people don't mess with any, if all of that stops, then the content stops and the money stops and your notoriety stops. So they have to keep. Look, what? What? Who said? What did they say? Oh, let me see. If you have a blog talking talking shit about Trump, dog. Well, first of all, you're probably rich because he does something every day. But you you have to feed that monster. You got to feed it every day. So I think people are on purpose looking for shit every now and then. And I think really, if you break it down, you have to take a step back and relax but i'm not hating on you dog get that paper if you want that shit get that paper get that get that money get that get that guap you know whatever but don't expect me to kowtow to every every little whim that you have okay i'm not going to facilitate your insecurities every single time that's just it man I'm sick I'm sick of the shit. Dave Chappelle's special was funny. That's it. And that's all it's supposed to be. People fucking reviewing the shit. Fuck fuck you. The fuck up. Did y'all have that Popeye sandwich, man? Have you had it yet? Have you had <laughs> Have you had the Popeyes? I like how people this Popeye's chicken sandwich. And they're talking shit with Chick Fil A. They're going against Chick Fil A. With the chicken sandwich, and some of these other spots are trying to step. Yo, they are really, they really have a beef happening. Like Popeyes and and Chick, they really have like they're talking shit back and forth on social media. Like they have like their like their big boards or whatever at the at the restaurants, and one of them Popeyes was like, yeah, at least we open on Sundays and. Chick Fil A was like, yeah, but if imagine if we wouldn't, we still whoop your ass like crazy shit. I like how people are like, I didn't know that Popeyes had a chicken sandwich. Like, you ain't been paying attention, bro. You really ain't. You ain't been paying attention. Popeyes been had a chicken sandwich, man. Not this type. Although this chicken sandwich has been out for a while, and let me tell you. It's good, dog. Shit is good. It's like a big it's like a big fat chunk of meat. Right? Pickles, special sauce, brioche. Brioche bun. What other restaurant is serving brioche, nigga? Huh? What other one? Papa uh, Chick Fil A ain't got that shit. Brioche. Oh, I didn't know they had a chicken sandwich. Nigga, I've been knowing that. Their chicken sandwich had like Italian, some weird Italian roll bullshit, and then had tenders in it. Fucking tartar sauce and some some the shit that don't even go with chicken. They just put it on the sandwich and they served it with rice and beans and I was like hey, this is our number 7. <laughs> throw some cajun sparkle on there and have and have a good and and have a good time. But no nah, man. I have been with it. If you if you if you are in the junk food like I am. I don't eat junk food that much anymore but I had the chicken sandwich, bro. It's better than Chick-fil-A. As a as a proficient, I'm proficient in junk food. I'm disrespectful with junk food, dog. I mix shit. Think I give a fuck? I mix shit. I used to go to um. I used to go to a when I lived in Woodbridge, man. There was a shopping center, and it had a uh, cheese steak spot. And, and they had a rallies in that in that shopping center too. You think I ain't go get that cheesesteak and go to rallies for fries? You think I ain't do that? You really think I ain't go pull up in the rallies, pull up in the rallies with the cheesesteak, like yeah, yeah. Gimme, can I get some fries please? Yeah, no, nigga, just fries, bruh. Now, I already got the cheese steak. You think I? You think I won't go? I live where I live now. There's a shopping center. They have a. They have a Chick Fil A, and a Five Guys up the street. You think I won't go to Five Guys and get that burger? Huh? Just the burger. Oh, would you like some fries? Fuck your fries, bro. Nah, I don't need your fries. I don't need your little goofy ass drink neither. I just want the burger, man. And you think I won't roll my goofy ass around the corner to Chick-fil-A and just get waffle fries, nigga? You think I won't do that? You think I won't do that? Oh, welcome to Chick-fil-A. Can I have Yeah, let me get some uh let me get small waffle fry, man. Um I, uh, would you like a a shuck No, No, man. No, would you like a a chicken sandwich? No, bro. I don't need your chicken sandwich, man. I got a burger. Shit, I pull up. I will go in. I take the five guys' burger in there. Huh? Sit at the table with the burger. Sit down. The little teenagers dressed as cows, they'll fuck me up in there. I don't give a shit. I'm, sir, I'm sorry, sir. We're going to have to ask you to. Hey, can you go get Jared? Can you go get Jared? There's always a manager named Jared. At Chick-fil-A. Which you would think in fast food, Jerry would be outlawed, uh, just an outlawed name. But there's always a manager. I'm sorry, sir. We can't have the beef. Oh, sir, we're going to have to ask you to, going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We're going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> I'll get up and leave. I'll take my fries with me. I'll take them home. By the way, Every time I've mixed fast food, when I had the cheesesteak with the Rally's fries, when I had the when I had the, the the Five Guys with the Chick Fil A fries, every time the worst decision I've ever made. It 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 something about mixing the two. It's like one has MSG and other has Monsanto like. Hormones or some shit, and it just doesn't, my body just is like, bro, we doing too much here. It's never worked out for me. But i do it. I'm disrespectful. I'll go to Popeye's and get the chicken sandwich and go to Chick-fil-A and get the fries. Think I won't. I d- dare me. Think I won't. Wait till them chicken sandwiches come back, bro. Wait till them shits come back. And I'll get Chick Fil A sauce and I'll put it on the Popeye sandwich. Think I won't, nigga? Please. I'll roll. A f- I'll roll out on that. Think I won't. That chicken sandwich is a bruh. They took that. They they really studied that Chick Fil A sandwich, man. They did some I mean they got like a chef and then su su We have a uh, probably some French dude, somebody from Louisiana, some somebody from uh the French quarter is so sweet. you take the uh, and you you Uh huh. Uh, uh. You you take the chicken and you marinate and the uh the pickle pico juice. That ain't French. Uh-huh. Hey man. It's still a it's still a big deal. Now they've slowed down because Popeyes have slowed down, man. They ran out. They didn't know. They didn't know black people was gonna tear it up like that. But they slowed down, man. They ain't got no more. Wait till they get that shit back. <laughs> I heard that story man I was I thought that shit was crazy I couldn't believe it I just couldn't <laughs> um, I think that's it I think that's it this week man Um, I think the last thing last thing is uh, somebody was telling me about this movie and uh, somebody was telling me, you know, on, on the Dave Chappelle thing, people are watching it, and they're, you know, they're going like, oh, I didn't, I only got through a certain portion of it, right? Which got me thinking, like, there's people that go to movies sometimes. And people really bother me when they talk about movies because they, they'll say, oh, I only, you know, I only saw, um I, I didn't like it, you know, all the way. I watched it all the way through and I just didn't like it. What? So you didn't like it. So you, but you finished it. Bro, that's, that's your fault, man. If you, if you start watching a movie, when has a movie gone from good to Great. Or when has it gone from bad to great? It's never, never works that way. It's usually like, eh, I don't know what's going to happen. It's a little boring. To good to great. It's, it's, it's not one of those things. I don't understand why people sit and watch a whole movie that they don't like. I don't get it. I think it's a little, I, I think it's your fault. At some point it has, you have to take, responsibility for your decisions if you sit there and watch the whole shit that's your fault they knew the shit was bad they before they put it out they knew they had a this is gonna be a terrible movie but we paid some money we're gonna see how many people watch this shit and and stay throughout but they made their money back man they already got it is it the money that you that you spent on popcorn and and sitting in, there, I wouldn't care, bro. Time is more important to me. If I'm sitting in the movie theater, if I'm sitting there and I don't like what's happening, I get up and I leave. I cut my losses. Oh, this was bad. It's a bad decision. It's not gonna get better. I'm out. And y'all sitting through the whole. Sh- I just don't get it, man. I just don't get it. If you're listening to this right now, and at some point you're like, this is bad. <laughs> I don't know why I'm adding this part to it. I'm going to cut this part out. Anyway, man, thank you guys for listening, man. I have upcoming shows, and check out my website, timmillercomedy.com, and Instagram, timmillercomedy. Thank you, guys. I'll talk to you next week.